You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Uh, I wanted to elevate my leadership, find a way to encourage the guys and drive our unit and be successful. And if things weren't going our way, find a way to turn that around. Um, So that was my first kind of checkpoint I wanted to hit. Secondly, I want to get better myself, just uh, accuracy, decision making. I think you can always get better at those things. So um, for Dusko and the rest of the cues, we've been hammering home on that. And then ball security. Turnovers have been a problem, and uh, it's definitely been a point of emphasis this spring for us. And welcome back here to the Husker Online Show. That was quarterback Adrian Martinez. I asked him, what were your goals this spring, and what, what did you want to get out of it? And that was his answer, um, just becoming a better leader. And, and I, I think he has grown in that department. This segment of the Husker Online Show is brought to you by Tanner's Sports Bar and Grill. Uh, didn't get in there Saturday, but I'm sure it was hopping um, every place in Lincoln was hopping this weekend, um, and with graduation going on now this weekend, um, there'll be people out and about all over town. So um, if you're looking for a place to go to watch games, have cold beer, get great wings, go on into Tanner's Sports Bar and Grill. It is my favorite sports bar here in town on 31st and Yankee Hill Road. Uh, but guys, let's talk offensive storylines. We know Adrian Martinez is the quarterback. After that, though, the questions loom. Number one, who's the number two quarterback? And number two... <laughs> Who will Nebraska go in the portal? And Scott Frost has said no, they're not going to go in the portal at this point. And I think a lot of it has to do with Heinrich Harburg. Um, I don't think anybody could look at you with a straight face and say that they believe Logan Smothers is the number two quarterback for Nebraska. Um, you know, and and I'm not saying that Harburg is yet, but I, I think he's got the best potential to be the number two quarterback. And his growth this spring has led Nebraska to where they're probably not looking at taking a transfer portal quarterback. Well, you just look at where those two quarterbacks are in this stage of the career. I mean, Smothers obviously hasn't played a game yet, but he's been here for, you know, the better part of a year. And, you know, Heinrich Harburg's just been here for a few months. And there's not much separation, if at all. And, in fact, um, when you look at just the the, the body type and arm strength and, um, you know, it's just kind of overall playmaking ability, you might want to give an edge to, to Heinrich already. And I think that's that development probably changed the conversation about the transfer thing um, more than anything. I mean, Smothers, I think he was off and on. You know, there were, with, even within like the single practices or spring games that we watched, there were points where you look at him, he's like, what's he doing? Like, he couldn't even throw the ball 15 yards downfield. Then, you know, a few snaps later, he's throwing a perfect strike, you know, that, that you kind of have to do a double take. Where Harburg, uh, I mean, he showed flashes like that a lot. And, you know, while he made young guy mistakes, as you'd expect, you see the ceiling with his his frame and his strength and athleticism. If he can start to put it together mentally, I think Nebraska got themselves a sneaky good long-term option at quarterback. And that, that rapid development he showed this spring, I think, put to bed any concerns about needing to go to the portal, especially – the fact that they basically have to find a unicorn in the transfer portal that I don't even think exists at this point. And that's the biggest thing when when it comes to the portal is finding, you know, players that put their name in the portal, they're leaving their current situation to find a better one. You know, nobody's leaving their current situation to go be the backup quarterback at a Power 5 school like Nebraska. 
Um, and, and Nebraska's not interested in taking someone out of the portal that's got three or four years of, of eligibility remaining either. So, because they don't want to screw up their whole room and, and the, you know, the kind of the, the spacing with the scholarships and whatnot. So I, I think that, you know, finding someone who is okay coming in and being behind Adrian and, and being ready if, if need be is, I mean, it's just very, very difficult to do. Um, now, when it comes to Harburg and, and Smothers, I, you know, I think Smothers has Harburg on the mental side of the, the, the you know, spectrum. I think the understanding of the playbook and whatnot. But you know, once Harburg catches up in that regard, it's, that's going to be a heck of a battle there. And, um, you know, he has those physical tools that, that are pretty much undeniable. And we know um, Smothers was a great track athlete in high school, but um, Harburg was as well. Uh, Harburg didn't get a junior track season, but as a sophomore – he ran 11-1 electronic at state um, in the 100 meters as a sophomore. That's pretty dang good for a quarterback. He ran 22-6-3 as a sophomore in the 200 meter. Um, he high jumped six foot four and qualified for state and took third in the high jump. So not your typical quarterback that could run and jump like Harburg and Smothers was also made um, a really good track runner so both these guys can yeah. run i i don't come out and just say smothers has a significant edge as a runner because i do think they both can run well i would say in a in a head-to-head race smothers would would probably beat harburg i believe um you know he was he qualified for state in the indoor 60 in alabama he qualified for state and i think the 100 and 200 outdoor um you know as a as a junior uh, and and i'm not sure i can't remember off the top of my head if he no he didn't run as a senior because he was at Nebraska, uh, going stuck, so Smothers Smothers was a ten eight nine Harburg eleven one Smothers was a twenty two three four and I think I said Harburg was a twenty two six so fairly comparable um, but Smothers ran a fifty point three eight in the four hundred I mean that's a really good time yeah that's yeah it's a really that's good smoking time. so I mean yeah Smothers has that element to he's his lighter game. Though. he's yeah. lighter too yeah I mean he you she showed a little bit of that uh, you know when the pocket was collapsing and. You know, maybe that has something to do with his pocket awareness. But when he took off and ran, I mean, he he did look like he had a little bit of juice to him. But, um, you know, I still think with Heinrich's measurables and how much bigger and stronger he is and the fact that there isn't that much, um, you know, separation and speed, as some people might think, you know, that, that's another reason to believe that, you know, long term by the end of fall camp, Heinrich might be your number two. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show. I want to move the discussion now over to running back. And I, I think that is a complete grab bag right now. The only thing I feel confident in saying is Gabe Irvin, I believe, is going to be a factor in some way or another. But after that, you know, you have Jock Asiant, you have Marvin Scott, Sevion Morrison, the injured Ramir Johnson, the injured Mar- Marquis Stepp. There are just so many factors with that position where I don't know if anybody can confidently say they know who the number one guy is going to be. I just feel confident at least believing that Urban's going to have a role in that group somewhere. I agree. And, you know, he's he showed something. You know, you want to take about finding anything of substance to take away from that spring game. There were some plays where he had a run and kicked it outside and just ran by guys. And that's, I mean, that, you can take something from that. When it comes down to just man-on-man, guy making a play, 
uh, Irvin showed that he had he had a little bit of like I said a little, little bit of juice to it to his his running style and you know with the the reports that we heard all spring about how far along he was and uh, you know, he did miss some time uh, with a minor injury but otherwise he was a, a consistent participant in practice which <laughs> as we know with this running back group is a big deal <laughs> guys got to stay on the field uh, so I mean you add his name very much squarely in the mix. For if not a starting job, then you know certainly in in that rotation, and um, you know it's kind of one of those positions where I think there's more questions than there are answers than we went into spring ball with. Where at least going into spring, we thought we knew who the number one was with Step, but you know we got to see where he is by the time the season starts with coming off that injury. I think that was a, an unexpected development that really shuffled things around in that running back conversation and you know Irvin's emergence obviously Yance emergence I mean he's he showed that he's <laughs> on his way to deserving a role in some capacity so they have the numbers they have the potential but who is going to step up and lock that down right now I don't think anyone's close yet yeah you, what you'd like to see is for one or two guys to really separate themselves from the rest of the group and, and be more than just a role player here or there or or kind of have a niche in, in the offense you know and Ryan Held's talked about it he, he doesn't like to have guys that can only do certain things he wants guys that can be out there all three downs and and can do everything in the offense and so um, you know, that's what you're hoping for. You're hoping for one or two guys that can separate themselves. But I was super excited to see that Gabe Irvin came in as an early enrollee and was what we thought he, he was coming out of high school. You know, it, um, it's been a while since, since a, a young guy has come in at that position and given Nebraska, you know, exactly what you thought he, he was going to when he was coming out of high school. And, and I'd probably say Maurice Washington did that to a certain degree. Uh, but beyond that, I mean, you might have to go back to, I mean, maybe Amir or, or, or Rex and Amir. Yeah, and Rex and well, and even you know, I would say maybe not even Amir. I don't think many people thought Amir was going to come in and and light the world on fire as a freshman. Well, was, like Marcus Newby or Terrell Newby. Yeah, um, Terrell Newby. I mean, did but a he still bit, but never like he, I, he didn't live up. I mean, he was a borderline five star guy. Mm-hmm. He was a top one hundred, you know, number like forty or fifty in the country type of guy, uh, but. So I, I feel really confident that Gabe Irvin, since he was able to come in and do this in just a couple months' time, that you know he's, he's going to give you what you thought he was going to give you. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk defense and what we learned here. You're listening to the Husker Online Show.